This episode of May I Speak is brought to you by Scissorworks Hair Studio in Boothwin, Pennsylvania. Whether it's a wedding, prom, or any number of special occasions, they've got you covered. What's going on, guys? Episode 11 of May I Speak. The season is coming to an end. Thank you guys so much for the patience because we haven't posted in a while. With the season finale coming up, we're going to be, we have a lot of surprises for you guys coming up. The merchandise will be here soon. So thank you guys for the patience. It will be worth it. Trust me. And today we have a very special guest, the infamous Louie. Young Louis. <laughs> Yo, 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 missing the Sixers game for this. Uh, shout out Joel Embiid, trust the process. <laughs> uh, the infamous Louis, we bring him up. Winning. It's okay. okay, we bring him up. We bring him up all the time, Kelly's boyfriend. And, you know, we never wanted to say his name, but now that he's on here, he is exposed. So thank you, Louis, for being on the podcast tonight. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I don't know what the anyway, let's start off with the fun facts right away. And I'm going to start off with mine. And my fun fact is the clitoris has up to 8,000 nerve endings. Oh, God. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to comment on Like, that. does anyone like, know? Like, can we mentally go back? Are all your fun facts sexual? Yes. I feel like they've all been sexual. I really. They've all been sexual. They have. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> Kevin, do you want to go with yours next? Sure. Having a baby is just keeping cum as a pet. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's some shit that might be the best fun fact we've had on the podcast I'm joking, I'm joking. is that a fact or is that an opinion no, no I'm joking I'm joking this, my real fun fact is for all my Disney Plus people out there the voice of Mickey Mouse and the voice of Minnie Mouse got married in real life that's adorable that's straight up goals Oh, like <laughs> god damn uh, anyways Reezy all right, so for my fun fact, Jingle Bells was actually written for Thanksgiving and not for Christmas. So I mean, I hate Christmas music as it is, so that just makes it better. Okay, so real quick, because this could have been a topic, but it's not. But for all those psychopaths out there that bump Christmas music 24-7, like, year-round, like, go fuck yourselves. Um, but I guess I in this case, <laughs> in this case, Jingle Bells, I guess, technically could be played early. For me, I'm always just like Christmas music happens on like Black Friday. Like if you want to play it from Black Friday until Christmas, cool. That's fine. But yeah. like after Christmas, like stop playing it. And before yes. Halloween, like if you even think about, like if before Thanksgiving, if you even think about it, like just, I mean, you can come I catch hate you, it. You can come catch these hands whenever you want. <laughs> like you heard just, it here. Just let me know. Come to my job. Whoever Back. wants to catch, whoever wants to catch Tyrell's hands, let us know in yeah, the comment just, section. Yeah, just pull up. <laughs> Louis. All right. Uh, so my fun fact is, turtles actually can breathe through their ass. Wait, Tyrell, do you love turtles? <laughs> I'm a huge turtle enthusiast, but I do not Did breathe you? through my ass. Did you know that? I mean, you talk I out know. of it. All right. Anyways, <laughs> I, I didn't know that. That's actually dope as fuck. Can you imagine if you breathe through your ass and then you shit. like shit through your mouth? I fucked that up. All right, no. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. that Wait, do turtles shit through their mouth? Is that what you're saying? Well, no. no like they well, no. Oh, oh, you're just saying imagine. Got it. Yeah, Never mind. No, okay. they breathe through their ass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, so can like, you imagine if you breathed through your ass? Like you breathe. It'd just be like a fart, but going in. Ah, oh, that's weird, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> That's disgusting. I'm a <laughs> Okay. Um, my fun fact is North Korea and Cuba are the only places you can buy Coca-Cola. Mine was the only serious one. But that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't give a fuck. You can or can't? Cannot. You can't? Why? I don't know. That's fucking Communism. Probably like communism. Stuff, closing like the borders. Embargo to buy, yeah. stuff. That's cool. Let's just nuke them. I didn't say that. You said what? Huh? You just said let's nuke them? On our way to the episode, <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to the first topic, anyway. Okay. So, <laughs> let's move right on to the first topic of this week. And that is, should you hit your kids for disciplinary reasons? Now, we went back and forth on this topic a little bit back you know, a couple weeks ago because a few people on the cast didn't want to debate this because they they were they had very strong opinions as to why you shouldn't do this. But I wanted to talk about this because, as Kevin may know, I'm Dominican. He is also Dominican. <laughs> and for all my fellow Hispanics out there, you guys know that the majority of us grow up in, in a household with people who have very strong personalities. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned out just fine. So what does that say? It says that, yes, sometimes when I was out of line, I got my ass beat. And I don't think that it affected it affected me negatively to this day. I think it actually taught me a little bit about actions having consequences. Now, I do believe that there is a strong line that shouldn't be crossed when it comes to putting your hands on your child. Like, obviously, I feel like you shouldn't close fist punch your kid in the face. But I do feel like there is a line that when it's crossed motherfuckers need to get smacked. <sighs> <laughs> I'm in big agreement to this. Like, as long as it's not, like, borderline child abuse, like, you know, even with, like, little kids, you do, like, you know, the whole pow-pow thing. You're not, like, smacking your kid across the room. You just pow-pow. And it's just yep. so they know that it's bad. But, but like, pow-pow, like, like, where? On the hand. Oh. They're, they're a kid. What are you thinking here? No, I, I mean, I, I didn't know, like, what, like, given, given your experience, I didn't know what that meant. So. Pow, pow. Okay. I mean, you could do that anywhere. But all right. I just feel, okay, like, the pow, pow thing, okay. Yes, yeah, a hand. But I'm talking about, like, your 10-year-old kid. No, mm-hmm. then you should get your ass beat. But, like, I don't mean get your ass beat. Yeah, like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm not going to close fist punch my kid in the face. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. But like if he he or she really got out of line, mm-hmm. well, I wouldn't hit my daughter. I can't do that. Okay. I agree. I'd hit my son. I wouldn't hit my daughter. I'd let my wife hit my daughter or baby mama. I think your wife should hit. Or my baby mama. It depends <laughs> on how it turns out. I think your <laughs> wife slash baby mama should be the one to hit your kid regardless. You're a big guy. You should not hit your kid <laughs> at all. <laughs> Mike's gonna do some real damage to me. Nah, I, I swear, <laughs> officer, it was open handed <laughs> with a chancleta. It wasn't even my hand. <laughs> I just like, I can't, like, I have a dog and I've only hit him a few times when he's like shit inside the house mm-hmm. before, like, he knew that that was wrong, just so that he can see that it was wrong. And he's never done it again, you know? So, like, obviously, because a kid understands and, like, thinks more than a dog does it's more self-aware than a dog is obviously mm-hmm. but it's still similar emotions still similar you know brain yeah. structure or whatever you want to call it they can feel like we can feel they have emotions just like humans 
and they understand similar to humans, even though it's not fully there to the capacity that our brains function at, but it's well, still similar. I just want to, like, put this out there, because when you say you hit your dog, like, Michael sounds... Michael Vick hit your dog, or... <laughs> say that again? Michael Vick hit your dog, or... No, no, not Michael Vick. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't put my dog to fight up against another dog. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus Christ. No, I Please mean... Please never do. He's so adorable. No, of course not. I love Prince, like, uh. with all my heart. No, I mean, like... Like, hit him in the butt. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Take a newspaper, like, roll it up, and then smack him in the butt with it. And make sure that he knows, like, what he did was wrong. And ever since then, like, he's never done it again, you know? Unless he was sick or something like that. Yeah. But I think that that, you can transfer that into your kids, for example. Obviously, there's a line that shouldn't be crossed. You shouldn't be hitting or smacking your kids for every little wrong thing that they do. But I'm talking about, like, an extreme. Like, when it gets to a point where you do something, they do something extremely disrespectful mm -hmm. to the point where they have to see that that has repercussions other than you just yelling at them. Like, I've yelled at you and told you calmly what you shouldn't do multiple times and you still don't understand. The message is still not getting through to you. Like, I'm smacking you. One thing that I am against is, like, and my mom was never did this which was like if she was gonna hit me and i was doing something bad in public that she told me to wait till we got home and i knew that was a threat because like exactly. don't hit your kids in public like no that's bad don't do that it doesn't even matter get, if you it's get, like you'll light. get arrested that's it just true. turns into this whole thing and this bigger drama and shit now you're scarring kids and shit even yelling at your kids in public wait what even yelling at your kids in public like it just makes a scene that's unnecessary Exactly. So just wait till you get home. Like, I'll never forget, like, when I started going to school and, like, I got a little older and I, I was going to school with, I hate to say this, but mainly white people, you know, white kids. And I have never seen a Hispanic kid talk to their mom or dad the way that I've seen some white kids talk to their mom and dad. Like, I'm talking about straight up call their mom and dad by their first name. Like, shit like that. That, to me, is fucking insane. Like, I didn't even know my mom's name until I was, like, eight. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, didn't even show, okay. I didn't know my mom's Wait, name. Why, so I was like, where's, like, my mom's name? Insert here. I'm not going to say anything. But it was just like, Jesus Christ, like, who the hell is that? I don't yeah. know who that is. I knew my mom's name when I picked up the mail one day, like, when I was in middle school. And I was like, oh, that's my mom's name. <laughs> like, never. But funny story is, like, I told some of my friends, I'm just like, yeah, no, like, if I... If I get out of line, like, my mom will definitely smack me in the face. And they were just like, oh, if my mom smacked me in the face, like, I'd call the cops on her because that's abuse. And I told my mom that, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, nice mom, one. I was like, mom, if you ever hit me again, like, if you ever put your hands on me, I'm going to call the cops on you because that's abuse. And my mom, I shit you not, goes, if you call the cops on me, I'm going to beat your ass in front of the cops so that they have a real reason to take me to jail. <laughs> So after that, that shit was chalked. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, we come from a different, we We're come out. from a different, come from a different cloth. Tried it, didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, the no, we come from different cultures. I, I'm not, I'm not, no, that's problematic. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I sit on the fence with this one because like. It, and the way that you related it to animals, I think it's a little bit different. Like, I don't mind spanking a pet and just being like, stop fucking up. Or like a little like flick on the nose just so like they understand it. Just because like, like a human, they can't communicate the same way we can to like yeah. kind of get it. So I get that aspect of it. I just like, 
I was never like really beat as a kid. Well, and again, I also turned out fine. Yeah, but I mean, but did you? I think here we go. Here we go. <laughs> did you really do yeah. anything? Like, if you think back, did you really do anything extreme enough for your mom to ever like have a reason to lay her hands on you? Not until my teenage years. And exactly. I think that and that by was then? probably like the first time ever where like we started getting a little physical. Where yeah. like she would like. But even then, it was more so like pushing, and then like me being dramatic. And my mom like only laid like, her hands on me like twice. Yeah, and, and it was twice those two moments. Like I was out of line. Like now that I think back at it, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I was very disrespectful. Like, but she always like made it clear that she wasn't afraid mm-hmm. to lay her hands on me, and that, like, just like, like that, that put fear in me enough for me to know like I to, can't like, do this right, yeah. because this is wrong. You know? Okay. But she never really like she wasn't the type of mother that would like always hit me like not yeah. at all. She only literally laid her hands on I me think, twice. I think for me, where I sit on like this side of the debate is that I don't necessarily agree that like when you have like a child that you have to necessarily like spank your kid when they like start acting up or like even like that aspect of it. Like I've grown up in a very like I have a really big family, so like a lot of and I'm the oldest, so a lot of my cousins are all obviously like of younger age, and I have a lot of cousins that are like even still like you know between those younger ages of like two three four or five yeah those like young adolescent ages and like even then like with those kids like whenever i watch them i mean like granted they're not my kids so i shouldn't be putting my hands on them anyways but like if i'm ever watching them and they start getting out of line me yelling is enough for them to like get the point or even like if i have to like grab them by their wrist and like like take them over to the chair sit them down like sit the hell down knock it the hell off but you like, know you know that that's not always effective it's not always effective but 90% of the, i would say in my experience 90% of the time that gets that kid to like calm the hell down so i never feel the need to have to put my hands on like that's different so, like, though, i don't like, think that i th- i think kids that aren't yours respect you a little bit more cuz they don't know how you're going to react versus like when you're the parent it's like different like, they, it's not that they have less res- respect for their parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like imagine, when, like, when you were growing up, even when you were in those teenage years, there was a difference between your mom saying, like, knock it the hell off and having your aunt or uncle say it. Because now you're like, ooh, I don't know why they're saying it. You, yes, but to an extent, not really. Because, like, let's say, like, I were a kid and I were acting up at, like, my aunt's house. I have the, the know that when my mom eventually does come back, she's going to tell my mom what I did. And then that, on the other hand, is way worse. And I might as well act better at somebody else's house than I would even in my own house. But exactly. So even then, even that, like, that just proves my point. But to an extent. But, like, my whole point is that, like, it, and I've, throughout the entire time that we've been on the podcast, I have come at parents. So, like... You know, I'm waiting for a karma to happen. I'm gonna have like the worst kid on the fucking face of the I planet. Know, I hope Facts. they call you all over. I know, everything. but any that, the, uh, 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 nope, yeah, you're not gonna hit wait, me. Yep. <laughs> so like, I feel like in the, <laughs> like dad, you said on me I speak. I'm like, oh well, you didn't know I was a hypocrite. But anyways, <laughs> oh my god. But like, I feel like in those moments, like if, as long as I started early and I laid, like if you lay down that law of just like this is what my expectations are and set up those consequences, I don't feel that I need to hit you. Like I have enough. To be able to just be like, okay, cool, like, then like just chalk it, like you can sleep on like a sleep, like on like a sleeping bed instead of like a fucking like mattress. I'll take your shit. Like, I feel like those punishments would be way better than me just like hitting you. I just need you to get the fucking point. They're also like shout out to my manager Dave. Um, he was t- telling me today about what he does with his kids, mm-hmm. and he says that when they're acting up, he takes their chargers, like their phone <laughs> chargers, their iPad <laughs> chargers. Because, like, he doesn't take the actual device, but once that shit dies, they can't use it anymore. Right. It's a paperweight. Exactly. So that that also, like, ties into the fact that 
like we're in a society that's so dependent on technology mm-hmm. that if you take that away from your kids after you've already introduced them to this and they have like phones and their iPads and all that shit, like you take that away, that's a pretty good punishment because they're going to want that back. Yeah. So that's some kind of reinforcement. I understand that, but it's just those very small instances where they just don't get the message and they're extremely disrespectful. Like they have to, <laughs> you do it every episode. Every episode. <laughs> Those small instances where they don't, they need to be taught that actions have consequences. And at that split moment when you like strike them, like obviously not not closed fist, but like a slap somewhere, they realize like this motherfucker can actually hurt me. Like I have to be. I have to not do the stupid shit that they keep telling me not to do within reason, obviously, because actions have consequences. That's what my mom taught me, and I turned out perfectly fine. It's hard, though, when you relate, like, your own experiences to everybody's experiences because everyone experiences everything differently. You are and right, I think, right. Yeah, and I think that in those cases that, like, some people, even if the abuse isn't, like, to, like, that extent, still, like, think about, like, those moments, and it has, like, a downplay on, like, other aspects of their life, their self-confidence or how they view or value, like, their own selves and stuff like that. And, like, there's an extent to it with words as well. Like, you know, I'm not – like, you can be just as damaging verbally abusively as you can physically abusively. Like, I'm not saying that, like, my way is the best way of just being able to, like, oh, a kid is doing something wrong, they want to keep touching the stove, and then you, like, take their hand, like, yell in their face, like, stop fucking touching the stove. Like, that's still detrimental too. But I feel like that is just a little bit more effective than just, you know, just – Okay, bet. Like, bring that ass here and just, ah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, like I, I said, personally just wouldn't do that's that. That's a last resort. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was to strike my kid, like, slap my kid, it's because I've mentioned this many times before and, like, they still just are not understanding it. it. Yeah. And then they're just getting more and more disrespectful. You know, that's the only time I'd put as my, long, on my kid. I, I think as Or, long like, that my kid would, like, step up to me, like, as a teenager and try to fight me physically for whatever reason. Ooh. At, at that, that point, at that, that point, point <laughs> we're, throwing a, we're throwing on the boxing gloves, <laughs> and we're going, we're going 12 rounds. <laughs> like, yo, stop. What if he wins? Yeah, I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Wait, if he wins, does he become, like, man of the house? I mean, if my kid beats my ass. <laughs> yo, if my kid beats my ass, like. Damn. He has to die, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, motherfucker has to die. That's incredible. Yes. What happened to no close fist hitting? Nah, bro. If he beats my ass, I'm closing my fist. I'm using my feet. Like, everything. <laughs> then we're boxing. We're bringing weapons in. Like, we come across this motherfucker with a steel chair and shit. Like, everything, bro. Like, I'm getting full on Undertaker on your ass. Oh, my God. Yeah, stop playing. <laughs> Yeah, so I agree in, like, beating your kids and all, but I feel like there's an age that you just, it, it just kind of, like, disappears or, like, vanishes. Because um, when I was a kid, I would get my ass beat by my mom. Like, she didn't take no shit. Once, one day I accidentally shot a, a girl in the, in the like, leg with a BB gun, and my mom found out. She came home, she beat my ass, got my BB gun, bent that shit in half for one. And then if my son ever hit somebody <laughs> with a BB gun, bro, I'd make him stand up against the fence and shoot his butt with a BB facts, gun. Facts, facts. Like, I'd, I'd just, like, pelt my kid with an airsoft gun or something. But, like, no, she, like, went hawk mode and just bent this gun in half. Like, it was a Red Rider, the thing from, like, a Christmas story. She just bent that shit in half, metal and all. Like, Go I ahead. was distraught. I was distraught. <laughs> but, like, 
<laughs> I understood that because I was, like, young. But as I grew up, like, my mom left, and then it was my dad. And I wasn't afraid of my dad. My dad's, like, 5'1", weighs, like, 120 pounds. And, like, when I was in high school and, like, I was, like, lifting and stuff, and I was, like, actually in shape. Um, <laughs> one day he tried to, like, he just tried to come at me, like, in a verbal argument in the kitchen, and I wasn't taking it. And, like, if he would have tried to hit me, I knew, like, it was a rap for him because I was bigger than him. Like, faster. What I'm saying right here, it was a rap. You got to teach them. You got to teach these kids, bro, that they can't step up to you. Like, fuck that. But like, Like, there, there was a point. I was like, I'm not scared. Like, if I get hit, I'm gonna hit back. Obviously, I wouldn't hit my mom back. But like, yeah, I wouldn't hit my mom back. Like, there was a point where my mom hit me, and like, I was just messing with her. Like, I was like wrestling back with her, and I threw her like off a bed, and. She smacked their head on a like a, like a closet door, but I didn't mean that. <laughs> nah, bro, come on. Bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> he fucking threw no. her off. He straight up hit her with the suplex, and she hit her head on the fucking closet door. I didn't mean that though. <laughs> Angle slam out the ring. Oh my god! <laughs> it's absolute pandemonium. <laughs> I agree though, like. With what you're saying with the age. Like, after a certain age, you can't be, like, touching kids like that. After a certain age, and, it's just, like, a conversation. And I think there's a, also, like, a, a child personality. Like, some kids do better when you hit them. Some kids don't. Some yeah. kids go better when you, like, talk to them like normal. Um, I don't know. Like, my, my brother, one of them, he was very, like, hyper and stuff. And, like, he did a lot of shit that, for his age, was like, okay, he was bad and yeah. whatever. But, like... He wasn't scared of getting hit or anything. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's not how you discipline him. You discipline him by taking his, like, video games away. Yeah, people learn differently. Hi, yeah, I still exist on this podcast, not just Kevin, Mike, and Tyrell. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, me. You had the whole opportunity to be like, may I speak anytime you yeah. want. It wasn't, like, an argumentative topic, though, like a hot dog with a sandwich. It was, like, wow. do you beat your kids or not? <laughs> All right, may I speak? No. It is. It is that. It is. <laughs> Um, I do have to agree with Mike and Kevin in that I grew up in an Italian household, and my dad could just give me that look, and I didn't do shit. I just started crying. I was a little bitch. But, <laughs> <laughs> but as a kid, I also didn't do shit. My brother, on the other hand, he was literally Satan spawn. He did everything wrong in the book, and my dad would whip out that belt. Most of the time, he didn't have to use it. But the very times that he did, my brother learned right on the spot not to do shit after that. That's what I'm saying. Like, some kids just have that personality that, like, they need to get their ass whooped to learn a lesson, bro. Like, they just need to know that they're not untouchable and they're not invincible because their parents raised them to think that they're this perfect child that's on this fucking high-ass pedestal and untouchable. So they need to be brought down by that and humbled so that they can realize that actions have consequences. May, May I speak? Yes. So one thing that you said that actually plays towards my point was that they've been raised to a certain extent to think that they, they're the shit and that comes from their parents. But my thing is that if they never had that instilled in them in the first place, then you can get them with the emotional intimidation shit that Kelly had, where you can just give them a look and they know to stop fucking up. 100%, yes. But I'm talking about the kids that are raised that way. Yes. And then once they start getting older, you yeah. start to see then that you, in your you kid. You see like, it more as yes. a problem, yes. But that starts... And then you have to rectify that. Exactly. Shit. But see, that's your fault as the parent in the beginning because if you just emotionally controlled that motherfucker... From the start, then they don't yeah, grow up to act like that. But that could like be that. a different kind of mental nature thing. versus nurture. No, because think about those kids that that like they grow up and they're just like complete like 
pussy about something because they just like <laughs> oh had God. their whole life being like you know like you don't say this you don't say this you don't say this that they just let people walk all over them you know what I mean because they're just so used to like are we going back to the woke versus sensitive topic are you like, trying no, to judge I'm how like serious, I may or may though, not like, raise my kid because like they'll be more woke the thing is if you okay let me put it this way if you constantly like every little like if you do it so much that every little bad thing your kid does it's like emotional manipulation, emotional manipulation. They're not gonna have like the self like esteem to like stand up to other people either when they get out. Sometimes they gotta let them make their own little mistakes. Well, yeah, no, I'm not saying. Just don't that. talk back to me. Yeah, no, like I'm <laughs> exactly like I'm as a parent. I'm gonna try to keep you on the path that I think, for the most part, is gonna keep you like going towards your endeavors and shit like that. But like, I'm not gonna necessarily discipline them for every fucking thing. Like, if they break their crayons and they're throwing their crayons, I'm like, okay, now you don't have fucking crayons, stupid. Like, that's your they fault. They start believing that, yeah. too. But, like, okay. But at the same point, I'm like, I'm not going to, like, oh, I paid how much for those crayons? Ah, like, nah, I'm nah, good. Like, I'm cool. Okay. I no, think this... they, they break your Xbox. <laughs> Yo, they they delete your ninety nine overall NBA my story mode social services. What is your call about? <laughs> yeah, I just found this kid on the street. I don't even know where he came from. Like, <laughs> just know. take my son away. Can you, can you take come, my son away before can, I actually turns into a kid? Can you can you come pick him up? Like, I, I saw he he deserves a good home. Oh <laughs> anyway, I think now is a good time to to move on to the next topic. Um, we made some pretty good points about this. I like this one for sure. <laughs> But uh, the next topic here that we're going to talk about is, this is a very interesting topic because it's super controversial, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think about this, but does age matter in a relationship? It does. Kevin, oh. start it off. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin with the strong opinion. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of this. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah. First of all, the very first part of it is that if you're above 18, it does matter. You need to be 18, period. Yeah, let's... That, let, let, like, for, I just want to clarify yeah, that for, to for sake of the debate, we're not even going to talk about what it is to, like, be a pedophile and, like, statutory rape and all that bullshit. Does age matter? We're talking about, like... 18 of um, everybody yeah, 18, league, yes. Everybody's 18 that we're talking about and proceeding with anyone that's over, obviously over the age of 18. In those types of relationships, does age still matter? Yes. All things legal. Yes. It still matters. Yes. Okay, now. Oh. I, so you say no? <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we even start this, I want to I wanna throw on a sauce right away. Oh, right off the yes. bat? No. Let's debate about this, assuming that there is no laws against it. What? There what? is no laws against it. What do you guys think? Yes. Yes, still yes. yes. Still That's yes. still a yes. I literally put the precursor on there for a reason. It All right, matters. Yeah. No, no, no. I think it matters too. I just wanted to see if there were any of y'all that didn't. Are you think gonna have the fuck eh, openly? Maybe not. Who was Kevin? Who the fuck would openly say? I'm not okay, going there. There's gonna be like that four-year-old with his like babysitter who's like 19 <laughs> back. Oh, I'm trying to smash my babysitter. Like yeah. I'm the type of baby that's gonna fuck the babysitter. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yo, no, but I'm no. saying, like, okay. So let's say that, for example, mm-hmm. the girl is 19 and the guy is 16. Do you still think it's wrong? Yes, it's still statute. It's yes. I, I do. Wait, I do. I do agree with it to an extent. 
I know that. I know the reason why I bring Here it up. Here we fucking no, go. No, the reason why I bring it up is because let's say you got left back, right? And you're 19 now in high school. And you just have like that so high the school. Fuck is nineteen still in yeah, high school? Yeah, facts. You graduate at eighteen, right? If yeah. you got left back once, you're how old? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't call it left back. I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. I, was call, I call it hold back. Like you've been held back. Oh, I mean, left it's back. left back. I didn't know what hold that meant. You failed. No, no child left behind. George you got Bush. left behind. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not you. Just okay. you, the nineteen-year-old. That's what I mean. Okay. And then, like, I mean, sixteen is still pretty young, but like. Let's say the other person's 17. They're still in your classes and stuff like that. You see them day by day. You're still not at that. Like, you're still in that zone. Now, if you're, like, 20-something in high school, you should not be dating anyone else. Here's what I have to say about it. Because, yes, the school part of it. But the way I think about it is, like, so I was a camp counselor at one point. And, obviously, like, being at the age that I'm at, and I'm 25, 26 in January, like, I was a lot older than my camper. So I never had to worry about it. But... For instance, like we had campers or camp counselors, I should say, that are like 19, 20, maybe like 21, whatever. We also have campers that are like 17, 18 years old and they're like CITs, so there's like counselors in training when they're like at that age. So like you have like someone who's like 19 counseling someone who's like 17, technically still not legal, but like almost. It's like, bro. But see, that's why I didn't want to talk about the whole underage thing because like, look, think about it this way. Let's say you were... 13 and 15 in high school and you now are you know some one of you two is 19 and the other one's 17 which is still under like you know what i mean you have been dating this whole time since you were that young so like what you just stopped dating because this person turned 18 before you in that situation of just like okay we've been dating since like we were kids i mean but that's not even that we were kids technically yes it is illegal and it's and it is problematic it needs to have a conversation because if either one of your parents try to get involved and say that they have a problem with your relationship there's a whole lawsuit like you can Mm -hmm. legitimately go to the cops so like Personally, I would say, like, in that situation, age still does matter. Like, it still needs to be some type of conversation. Like, even me, for example, like, there was, like, nine months where technically I was 18 and my girlfriend at the time was 17. But, like... But that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it matters, but, like... Proceed with caution in that situation. But in any other situation, like, oh, I'm 19 dating a 16-year-old, grow the fuck up. At that point, you're almost a freshman in high school. You're, you're pretty much either a freshman or sophomore in college. Let's see, like, okay, for example, let's let's think about it in a different type of country, like in a different part of the world, like in a third world country, for example. Because my mom, when she got with my dad, I believe she was like 16, 17, and he was in his 20s. And they had two kids, boom, me one of them, <laughs> and were married for years and years. So that's why I'm saying, like, Taking the law out of the equation, mm-hmm. do you think that there's any type of exception for the age thing? That's a cultural part, though. There's also, the, yeah. The exactly. What you're, what you're talking about is there are cultural aspects of it that make it a little bit different. Well, that's what but I'm saying. For me personally, in my personal Be- opinion. In your personal opinion and the way, in your cultural upbringing, you think that it's unacceptable. You just shouldn't do it. Okay. Yeah, it's just too, it's just too much. Like, even, like... Even when I think about, like, for myself personally, like, if I were, like, again, like I said, I'm 25, 26. Dating, like, an 18-year-old for me at this point is out of the question. Like, even if it's legal maturity-wise, like, she can't meet me where I'm at. And that might sound full of myself, but, like, I'm definitely more mature than an 18-year-old. Go ahead, read me. 18-year-old female? 18-year-old female, male, it doesn't matter. I'm, like, I'm way more developmentally mature 
than an 18-year-old. At 26? Scientifically, yes. And even me, as my personality. <laughs> y'all can cut. Y'all, <laughs> haters gonna hate, but I'm, the boy is still there. So, like, I'm not even trying to hear any of that bullshit. Like, I can't be, like, when I think about, the, and this might just be because I'm in higher education and talking about student development theory and, like, all that stuff, but, like, when I think about where an 18-year-old mind is developmentally and the things that they're going through and the things that they're thinking about as far as, like, their future and their endeavors, they're not where I'm at in my stage of life. So I don't want to be involved with a person that's that young because we're not going to, like, in my opinion, we would not meet on the same level. No, you're not. Ranks. But we're I not, think, and, like, that's just, I think, like, well, that matters. That it goes back to the to me. It goes back to the whole cultural thing because, especially in our culture, like where we come from, like females, especially like women, are are raised and so a lot of them grow up and are forced to mature at a very young age because of their circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So in cases like that, I do think that there are some exceptions, but when you get too low in the age, like it's a problem. But I'm talking about like 16 and above, because there are women that. I mean, there's countries too where 16 is the the, the age. legal age. Yeah. Exactly. So culturally, like in retrospect, yes, we can't. Like I, I don't agree with it at all. Like I think in the Dominican Republic, if I'm not mistaken, it is 16. Yeah. But I, I mean, I have met some incredibly mature 18, 17 year old people, you know. But I still think that it's it's kind of fucked up. It's it would fuck grimy. with me. Like I couldn't, like See, I couldn't realistically, I like being like where I'm at, and even like, like when I think about like if I were to bring home a girl that was 18 and be like, hey y'all, like this is my, they wouldn't take him seriously. At fuck all. no. Like I don't, and I'm not trying to do that. I don't think that the age gap matters if you're at least above 25. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay. Okay, if you're above 25. Like if age you're 25 gap, and, and you're dating someone nope. who's 78, yep. that's you made that choice fully aware of what 100%, you wanted. 100%. There's 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 some maturing that you're going to do after 25, but the person you are when you're 25 is the person you're probably going to be for the rest of your life. Honestly speaking. Eh, I change every day. Yeah, <laughs> it depends on my mood. Fucking Kyle L- 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 Louis Kelly, what are y'all <laughs> Yeah, I want y'all to speak yeah, on like, this. The long haul relationship over here, you know. I think age doesn't matter until an extent. So once that age gap is like really big, like I feel like it's a problem in some cases. Like if you're 70, whatever, say you're 70 and like you're going out with like a 25 year old, as soon as like kids come into the equation, I think that's chalked. Because like if you have a kid at 25 and that 70 year old dies, 78 year old dies, like that kid has a college tuition. Not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. That's a problem. That's so bad. Like, I don't know. It's just putting a kid through not having, like, one of his, one of their parents, especially if it was, like, the mom was, like, 70. Like, a young girl needs her mom, like, growing up. I mean, well, honestly, 70, like, 70, I don't Okay, think, yeah. she's not having kids at that age. That's very. It's possible. It's possible, but it's, like. It that's is so risky. Slim. It's so slim. Okay, I could I could understand like a twenty five year old that had a kid, got divorced, and brings in like this sixty five seven year old woman into this kid's life, and this kid grows up learning that this person is like their mother or their father. That's or what whatever. I'm saying. Like that okay. loss, like that role model in their life wouldn't be there. Okay. Like for for a majority of their life. 
Yo, people yeah, live into a hundred these days. That's at least oh, thirty years. Oh, but I don't know. I ain't living. <laughs> I ain't living to a hundred. Yeah, no, I was. I'm. I'm a. I'm a yeah, minority. I'm not gonna live fast like ninety. Yeah, I told. I already told y'all. We throw in the party of the year. The boy hits fifty. This boy hits fifty. It's on. I mean, like that's that's problematic. So countdown after fifty. <laughs> like, like you're still like, young at fifty. That's like twenty years from now. Let me reword. You're myself. not even retired like, at fifty. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I'm definitely like with with the history of like with my family's like health history. I know that I'm not gonna live to be a hundred. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> no shit. I'm trying. I'm gonna try. Though. <laughs> yeah, y'all can y'all can try. For At that point, I don't even want to live past a hundred though. Yeah, no, nah, I don't want I don't want nobody taking care of me like that. Yeah, that's that's painful. I ain't trying to have these kids calling me okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> millennial. <laughs> anyway, okay, okay, Millie. <laughs> okay, Millie. I'm Millie. I'm Millie. Wow. Anyway. Kelly, Kelly, what's what's going on? Here? I'll be the devil devil's advocate here. I don't think age matters after the age of eighteen, no matter the age gap. My grandparents were thirty years apart. My grandpa died at 82, and my grandma was 52 when he died. I don't think – I think it depends. How old were they when they met, uh, roughly? She was in, probably in her 20s because okay. she didn't have my mom with him. Okay, but see, like, at, I'm talking – okay, it would be weirder, though. Like, let's say that they met when she was 15 and he was – Fucking thirty, like. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. After the age of eighteen, it doesn't matter. No matter like twenty five and eighteen. So like, I think that could work. My brother so dated if, a nineteen if, year old. If he was thirty, and he's 20, about to be twenty five. Okay. So what if your brother was dating a fifty five year old? That's his personal preference. Wait, my wait, dad wait. would probably chalk that shit, but like, so I question. personally don't. I don't. So think you'd it love that. <laughs> question. Going back. Your sister in law and you, you could go to bingo together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to say? Young niggas can't go to bingo? Like, what's up, yo? I mean, I fucks with some bingo. I suck. I lose every time. Best thing I won was an Echo Dot. Mm. That was it, though. All you won was losing your privacy. So, is it a win? <laughs> I don't use it anymore. So, if anyone wants to buy it, I'll fuck up some bingo. But I hate bingo. Like, I have a love Right, wait, wait. I have a question for Kelly. Oh, Kelly, God. so going back, I'm just saying, are you okay with, like, 18 and 48? Because that's 30 years apart, Facts. roughly. I guess it depends on, like, the time. Like, it See? was my grandparents. I'm talking about now. Society. If it was my kid, no, I knocked their teeth out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your kid. But, but mom, it's your... But, you, mom, I love him. You're, you're let's say, someone you kind of know who's 18. I don't know, like a cousin. I'd, I'd like like to see that unravel. So yes, I would approve it. That's <laughs> fucking terrible. Like that's that's so problematic. Yeah, I'm but a problematic person. Okay, unraveled and everyone's okay with it. Now it's your turn to deal with it. Like nothing happened. It'd be different if they tried to have a kid. I think if like kids, that's what I'm saying. If kids weren't involved, it's different because like my grandparents never had a kid. My mom but, was already born with my. Like her biological father, like they never had kids. But let's say now they're twenty-two and fifty. Let's say whatever, a couple years of being together, they're not allowed to have kids. Why not? (laughs) Also, all I'm saying, saying, all I'm saying is if if someone like that young wants to date such an older person, be prepared to like eventually live without that person, because eventually they're gonna die before you. What if In you die? Cases. What if you die before them? Like, yeah, oh, then if, they'll just be like, "Oh, gotta go get another young person." Like, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. I don't, vampire I don't know. Here. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> All right, I think now's a good time to to wrap this one up because it's shit starting to get spooky in here. Yeah, I was gonna say age matters. <laughs> anyway, guys, our next topic. Our next topic. Say it one more time. I don't think they heard it the first time. Our next topic. I don't think y'all. For the people in the back. For the people our in the back. Next topic. Did Mike say our next topic? Our next topic. <laughs> First of all, before we even move on, I want to say thank you to Kelly because Kelly got me, Tyrell, and Kevin some Christmas gifts. In, in, and she yeah. themed them hold up, to hold episodes up. of May Does I Speak. Hold up. Christmas gifts? She themed. <laughs> she, <laughs> Kelly, whose idea was this? Louis. Whose idea was this? Louis, it was oh, Louie's idea. I just My saw idea. Louie and Kelly. I you brought, guys. I saw the Domino's gift card, and Louie's like, you know it would be funny. Louie and Kelly, thank you guys so much for these gifts. And I didn't fork up any money. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> but for theming them after May I Speak episodes, we really appreciate it. We love you. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly. That was very nice. You're welcome. Absolutely. But our next and final topic of the day, because motherfuckers got to get this work done, is drum roll, please. Bring it back to drum roll. So... Y'all know, for example, Chris Brown, Who that? he did some very atrocious things to Rihanna, and he's done other questionable things in his career. 6 9 has also done a lot of questionable things in his career. He's been accused of a lot of things. Michael Jackson has been accused of things as well. Now, does this change the way that you view their work as an artist? For example, are you going to stop listening to Chris Brown? Because he beat Rihanna in the past, even though they forgave each other, they you know they made amends. But he's also done some questionable things after that. So, to me, that's no excuse. Or six nine, you know, being accused of rape and murder and all that stuff. Are you still gonna listen to his music and support his career? That is the topic of the night. I want to spearhead this one real quick. I just want to say for the record, um, I everything you just said. I want to apply to people that have, like, solid evidence that this happened because I'm not 100% certain on the Michael Jackson thing. Oh, no, me either. So, oh, yeah, like, no, no, no. We, we can, so that's that, so we much can, skepticism we, we, we can there. De- we can debate that, too, because I, ha- I have like, some things to say. That could be saucy later, but, like, I'm just saying I don't personally know that he did it. There's just too much up in the air for R. Now. Kelly, you know that nigga did that. Yeah, I know he did That's it. what I'm talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about people like R. Kelly that you know this man. Yeah. Was that, raping 15 year olds. That's recent. That's recent. Yes. The false documents, birth certificates, and all? Everything. All, everything. Like, even like the shit in the past, too, with him like pissing on 14 year old women. Like, yes. Like, we know that. We know that shit. He did that shit. Yeah. In the words of Dave Chappelle, if I'm a bet man, I'm a bet on he did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's the idiot that recorded himself, too. Like, exactly. <laughs> a lot. Fucking dumb. <laughs> anyway. Wait, fun fact Dave Chappelle's coming to Philly. When? Um, New Year's Eve. Oh my god, I'm not sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting off topic. But anyways, Kevin, did you have anything else to say no, before I just I want to say that first. Okay. All right. So, I want to start off by saying something real quick because you know, me and my girlfriend, we had a a little bit of a heated argument about this. It wasn't really heated, but we went back and forth on the fact that the song by 6ix9ine came on. Right? And Ooh, which one? Uh, stupid. Oh, you know. Okay, yeah. And honestly, okay. I don't support 6ix9ine's career. Like, I'm not going to help his career, like, actively. Like, I'm not out here, like, 
putting stuff on my Instagram like oh free six nine this free six nine that like six nine he ain't do it no but before all this came to light I made some pretty good memories with this music with some pretty good people I had great nights and great times that I'm gonna cherish forever so no I'm not gonna put this song on my playlist and listen to it every day before work but if it comes on and I'm out I'm bumped to it because it's a music that hold that I hold fond memories fond memories that I hold are attached to it. So that's the only reason that I'm still bumping to it. That doesn't mean that I that I'm advocating what he did. It just means that I made memories to this music, to this song, mm -hmm. like "Bump and Grind" by R. Kelly. Yeah. Like you're gonna tell me that if you're out and you hear "Bump and Grind," like you're not gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like a Michael Jackson, for example. Let's say that you believe that he did this stuff. Billie Jean comes on, you're gonna you're gonna jam to it. You're gonna bump to it. Like some of R. Kelly's music, you're gonna ignition remix, you're gonna bump to that shit. All right. Yeah. Even though he did what he did, yes. You don't have to support the man. You don't have to be out here advocating for this man's behavior. Like that doesn't mean that you can't bump to his music when it comes on. May I speak? Yes. You're definitely supporting them by listening to it though, because of the Mass whole music industry. Yeah, it's just Mass all. Streams get money. It's royalties. Which is why so, I'm saying I'm not. So I think. Wait, I think they have a solution for that though. This is what I'm saying. Look. You're missing the point because I said I wouldn't be list I wouldn't be putting this man's music on my playlist and listening to his shit actively every day when I'm driving my car. I'm talking about I'm in a club setting with my friends. His music comes on, I'm going to bump to it. Yeah, but okay. Whatever happens, especially like certain quote-unquote clubs that we already go to, they play the same thing every damn time. So to that point, you're going to be they're going to be making royalties for you bumping to that because that's what they think that you like anyways. I think the solution to that whole thing is that if you're convicted of anything like this, your music stops giving you money. I think that you should be cut off from, from your royalties at that point. All Listen, right. man, I mean, nah. like I said, nah. I disagree with you 100%. I disagree with what you just said because I stand by, I'm listening to the music. I'm not, I'm not putting this music on my playlist. I'm not putting this music on my phone. And I'm not listening to it every day and giving you the royalties. But if I'm out and it comes on, I'm gonna bump to it. I'm sorry. But yeah, you see. bumping to it. But wait, but wait, wait, wait. but if this came to light and then I started listening to your music after I realized that you were like a rapist or whatever, a murderer, and then I started like downloading your shit on my phone. Then you look kinda weird though. Then yes. One hundred percent that's wrong. Like but cool. if I bumped to your music and I liked your music before you did this shit, anything you make past that. I'm probably not gonna listen Let's to. See, uh, uh, look, uh, sorry, I just want to yeah, say one no, last thing. I just, I speak, oh, so who like, did? Yeah, me. Kelly I didn't hear so you. I'm like, sorry. Yeah, speak up. Yeah, you usually don't. No one. I just. I just okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. So he doesn't make music, but what about in the case of O.J. Simpson? What about what? In the case of O.J. Simpson. What like, about O.J. Simpson? Like if his... he made music before he killed his ex-wife, because mm -hmm. he fucking did. <laughs> If the glove does not fit, you cannot equip, baby. <laughs> Gloves drink when they're wet, so it was bloody. So that was the fault of the DA. He also wrote a book about killing his wife. He did. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the case I said, but he, can't he, get did, charged he, anymore. he did make music, and then afterwards, would you still listen to his music, even if you listened to it before he killed his ex-wife? No, because he, he probably okay. sounds, his voice is probably... Are you saying what I listened to the music that he made before he killed his ex-wife? But, like, no, if you listen to him before he killed his ex-wife and then he continued after, would you continue to listen to him if that shit bumped? 
Would I continue to listen to it? Would I have it on my phone actively? No. If I'm in a club setting and it comes on, am I going to bump to it? Yes. Because I am not associate. I'm not listening to him to support his music. I'm listening to it because the song bumps and I'm out in a friendly setting with my friends and I'm making memories with my friends, but I'm not trying to support his music. But see, that's what I'm saying. That goes back to the royalties things. You're still supporting him inadvertently that's what i say the solution should be that because the music was done music is music you know what i mean like especially it's when art you're gonna bump to something i don't think that we should just like like whitewash it basically you shouldn't just delete it from history because the music happened it's already there that's what i'm saying now what i'm saying is you need to, the thing is there's no focus on the loss of royalty they still make royalty regardless of where you're at a club whether you're listening to your car whether it just plays off on the radio or whether your spotify does it you're giving them money so inadvertently so may i speak so before i even like provide like my opinions on it and stuff like that like to go off of like your point to kind of clarify kevin what you're saying is that they go to court they did something wrong. They get convicted or they fa- they're found like guilty of doing something wrong. The punishment for that should be you can continue to do what you want and make music if you want, but this career path is now chalked for you. At this point, you can't make money anymore from making any type of music based off of what you did previously or what you continue to put out now. You don't I make any money off of it. I think to what you made up to that point, you get that chalked. Because the thing is, there are cases like, like for example, like, you can't put that towards everyone who just committed a crime. Like, mm-hmm. Meek Mill is out. Because I was going to say. So the thing like, is, like, in that kind of case, like, you shouldn't, like, chalk his career. I'm talking about, like, Bill Cosby made music. Like, <laughs> Bill Cosby is a completely different <laughs> subject, and I can, and we'll talk about that later. No, but that's, what, my, that's my, my opinion. My, my opinions I'm saying are very Bill controversial. Cosby, well, Bill Cosby. My opinions are super controversial about Bill Cosby, like incredibly. See, this is why I say before and not after, because let's say Bill Cosby was a musician and not everything else he did in mm-hmm. life, right? Now we talk his royalties right now. It doesn't go to him. It goes to, like, let's say, women's programs and things like that. Like, whatever money that his royalties make go to women's program because people are going to still bump his music because they grew up with it for whatever reason, right? Okay. Now, do you think doing what he did, he has an opportunity to make a comeback musically if he was a musician? Potentially. Potentially, but very rarely because of where he's at and the way the public sees him. I think social, it's a- There's a lot of, like, you know, social... What's that called when, like... Just social shame. Yeah, you know what like I mean? stigma that comes yeah. with him. Yeah, okay. stigma, yeah. So that's or what I'm like saying. Taboo. I don't think that he would be yeah. making it from that point. Okay. So, all right. I, <sighs> I, I'm going to stick by that. I'm sticking by that. I'm sorry. Like, So you're okay with them making money regardless of your other club? I'm, at least I'm not okay, I'm not, I'm not okay with that, but like, I can't do anything about that. But so. that's what I'm like, saying. I, if, there was if, an I, opportunity, if, if there was an opportunity to change that, yes, of course I would yeah, change so it. Then, that's but what I'm saying. right now, like, there is none. Like, I can't do anything about the fact that they're getting royalties from that. And, like, who knows? Like, maybe those royalties are going towards, like, their family. And it's not their family's fault that he's the way that he is. So, like, it's helping them out. And maybe they're good people. So I like to look at things like half glass full, like, type of thing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but what saying? if like, they're – you don't know their family was covering up for them this whole time either. Well, then if Does that's, that if that's the case, person? like, I still can't do anything about that. Yeah, so but, I'm going to continue to listen to the music. Like, if it was something that I have fond memories to and, like, I liked the song beforehand, like, if it comes on, I'm gonna, I'm not going to sit there and be like, ew. Would you watch the Cosbys now? Would I watch the Cosbys now? I mean, I never watched the Cosbys. I mean, that's with. Mm-hmm. But Bill Cosby, like, 
I'm just going to put this out there. Like, I understand that he did what he did, and he should definitely be punished for it, but he also did do a lot for the black community in terms of, like, sending kids to college and, like, you know, changing people's, like, circumstances. So I look at that also, and, yes, what he did was extremely wrong, and he has to be punished for it, but I also look at what he did right for the community, you know. So that's controversial, and obviously people are going to not like that, but... I mean, it is what it is. All right, so I'll provide my part of it before I kick it to anybody else. But on this one, I kind of sit with Mike, and but I also differ from Mike at the same time because my opinions are just a tad bit different. And, again, this has come across as very controversial. Recently, um, Spotify did a whole thing where it covered your last year of, like, what you mostly listened to and – um, what you've listened to over the last decade and stuff like that. And um, when I shared mine in my top five was Chris Brown. And I love the people who DM'd me about it. Like, I really do. But I did receive some DMs about some people who were a little upset that I still listen to Chris Brown. Um, but here's what it just comes down to is that just, like, are people shitty? Yes, 100%. Do they get away with the bad behavior that they do? Most of the time. And that's because of their fame and their talent and, you know, whatever. But at the same time, for me personally, while it might it might strike a nerve with you and it might be something that you cannot continue to do, then that's completely fine. But there's a difference between listening to music or viewing a TV show or something like that versus, like, other avenues. Like, I can – like, for example, because I know, like, in this aspect, I can come across as a bit of a hypocrite. When it comes to Chris Brown's music, I will still bump to Chris Brown. Remix to Ignition comes on in the club, I'm still going to bump R. Kelly. Michael Jackson, I was very, I am, I was very, very torn apart about the whole documentary, Escaping Wonderland or whatever the fuck it was called, or Surviving Wonderland, like whatever it was, like that bullshit, because the man's not even alive to fucking defend himself, and when we went to court about the shit, he was acquitted. So, like, why? But anyways, it's like, cool, do like, take care of yourself, like, just go to therapy. I don't think that you should have had to bring a documentary and drag him and his family through the fucking mud for it. But I digress. Let me not get into that because I'm going to fucking catch a lawsuit or some bullshit. But, like, when it comes to those aspects of it, like, I'm not going to stop listening to their stuff. I'm not going to stop viewing their stuff. Like, you're talking about it. Like, Cosby Show comes on. You still going to watch it? Sorry. Yes. I loved the Cosby Show when I was a kid. And, like, I, fuck, I fuck with it. And, yet, and, and, and if that sucks and I'm technically still supporting him, then maybe. But, like, we also have to look at the fact that a lot of false claims came through on his case, too. Did he do it? Yes, he did, but not to everybody. And that's shitty, too, that people try to jump on the wave. That's fucked up. But, see, this is the thing, then. That's what the, I, I still agree with what I had said originally because, like, when you're a company and your company does something publicly bad, what do other companies that have money involved with you do? They pull away. Yes. And that makes you lose stock to the point that it can actually make your company crash if it was that bad. Right. Right? Now, imagine we are these famous people's stock. The, your attention to these, their music, their their thing is your stock in their companies. I agree. So then, why wouldn't you pull away though? For me personally, it's just a little more difficult because it's entertainment value. Like I could go there. Like so to that point, when it comes to the company, I don't necessarily if I don't necessarily have to use your good, I have another means of getting that different action. That's a little bit different than entertainment. So you for instance, do have for, other no, rappers. No, 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 other... no, 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 no. And I'll provide you with the example. This is how. This is what I like. What I mean by that. So, 
for instance, there's a local restaurant, and I don't, again, I don't want to start bringing up people's names because I don't want to start getting us in trouble with, like, that aspect of it. But there's a local restaurant that said some very controversial things recently, or even within the last year, about the GLBTQ community. Should you have done that from a business aspect, like, point of it? No. Like, that was really stupid on their part. So I personally made the decision that I don't eat their food. I don't go to their restaurant, blah, 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 blah. That for me is easier to do. I'm. It's a lot easier for me to stop eating their food and eat food somewhere else and get nourishment than it is for me to necessarily be like I'm cutting off this form of entertainment to then seek a different one and that's going to be adequate for me. Well, like, that's a lot of like when it comes to like music and entertainment and movies and like different shit like that. Like I can like Mike, I can relate different memories and stuff like that to those types of avenues and just be like, holy shit, throwback and like enjoy that. Yeah. And just like certain then like certain food. Like I can but deal I, I can think... deal without like a hot dog, a hamburger or whatever from this place and just be like, I can also get a hot dog a hamburger from somewhere else. I can't get the same type of entertainment that Chris Brown provides from other artists at all times. But that's why I still think that we should as a society move that shift. Now, in terms of like his past music those money should go to like women's center, for example, because of his crime. Your crime should dictate what your money, your the way you make money comes from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it shouldn't be going into his hands at that point. You should have a point where you forfeit that. Yeah, and the thing that I'm trying, like the other thing about it too, is that like maybe I still listen to the music. They're still a shitty person. I recognize that the like, wrong is wrong. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's not like like. There's that certain level of aspect of it. Like, do like technically, if you break it down into technicalities, am I still supporting them as an artist? Yes, but I don't support them as like an individual. Like, I don't think I like I would, exactly like, like maybe, but we have other opinions that would have to get thrown in here. But like at the same time, like like when it comes to like that type of support, do I listen to their music? Yes, but like would I go to like a meet and greet with Chris Brown or like a meet and greet with R. Kelly? Like, mm, I don't no. really need to meet you. Like, I'm exactly. good. Like, I'm I good. know, like, I'm good on that. Like, I'm like, I know that you're shit. So like, whatever, if you want to keep putting out like bumps and like, I'm going to like go with it, that's different. But like, I wouldn't ever want to be personally involved with them in a circle. Like if I, for instance, for example, like if I had like a, like, a company, a million dollar company or something like that. And then like Chris Brown's agent or like, let's get it off of Chris Brown. Like let's like someone else, like fucking Ray Rice or whatever. And Ray Rice's agent is just like, hey, listen, like Ray's, you know, done his time and stuff like that. And he really wants to like get back good in the public eye. So like, you think that he could do like some charity like work with like your organization? No, no, exactly. I want to stay away from that because I don't want to mix my business with his business. That's cool. Exactly. But like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that in my aspect is just, like, a, like there's differences that, like, I can kind of separate it where it's just, like, I fuck with you to an extent. Like, I'll still bump your music, but I would never, like, I wouldn't, like, if I was just randomly walking on the street and saw Kanye West, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, shit, Kanye West, yo, yes, let me get this would. picture. Oh, my God, bro, no. like, yo, yes, you got to get on my Instagram. No, I wouldn't. Fuck Kanye. No, Honestly, like, no. Kanye, dead. where's the old Kanye? 100%. Like, no, like if I saw that. Kanye walking down the street, I'd... Old Kanye I before even. he started doing all this fuck shit? Yeah. Yes. That's different. Graduation Kanye back in the day? Holy nah, shit. No, honestly, like, like, if I saw Kanye in the street, I think I'd go up to him and take a flash picture to see what happens. Like, <laughs> fuck Kanye. Like, I wouldn't like, would need none. I would Do y'all need, get this reference? Yes. Because he broke yes. the guy's camera. No! Oh, wait, he did Get out! Thing. Yes. Oh. When he took the flash picture of him, that's and he just funny. He fucking snapped back into reality. Oh. <laughs> he broke someone's camera. That's what he, I was saying. Nah, I saw that shit. Yeah, but no. Like, that's... but. That's just, like, my personal opinion. I understand it's controversial. I understand there are people that don't agree with me. That is okay because we don't have to agree on everything. No. But that's just – that's that's me, though. But we have others. 
All right, I have a, uh, a completely different viewpoint. Um, I believe one thing is, like, everyone deserves such a second chance. Mm-hmm. And also, age is a big thing. Like, the mind isn't completely fully developed until you're about, like, mid-20s. And, like, Kareem Hunt, for example, 23 years old, like, got charged with, like, abusing his girlfriend. All right, okay. But he came out, apologized, even said he was going to, like, do different forms of, like, therapy and try to, like, change his ways because he knows he has, like, anger problems and stuff like that. So why not, like, give him a chance to change? Like, I would if he got if he got picked up by Chicago instead of – where did he go, Kansas City? Mm-hmm. If he got picked up by Chicago and he was balling out that season, I'd still rock a Kareem Hunt jersey. Like, Yeah, I do believe that. I, I sincerely believe that in, in most circumstances people deserve second chances. And then after that, like, if you continue to do this fuck shit, like, you're just – that's just the person that you are. But I do believe – I do believe in second chances. I'm a strong believer in second chances in most circumstances. <laughs> Obviously, there are yeah, there's exceptions. Yeah, ba- there's lines. There's boundaries. There's boundaries, but people deserve second chances. You give Ray Rice a second chance? Ray Rice? Would I give him a second chance? You give Ray Rice a second chance? I don't know, man. That's, that's, that's tough. <laughs> that's like that's like giving Michael Vick a second chance. I can't give Michael Vick a second chance, man, because <laughs> I, I, I love dogs. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't imagine but like honestly like you know oh yo what was you put it in perspective you put it in perspective what was that one bull who used to play defensive end for the cowboys he's a full psychopath he tried he tried to do mma for a little bit too oh my god i'm blanking on his name he's a psycho too but i was gonna ask if you'd give him a second chance I just can't remember. I'm not name. sure. When it comes to murder anyway. or anything near murder, like you beating the shit out of somebody, like to the point where they're almost dead. Some like, people would say that Chris Brown almost beat Rihanna within an inch of her yes, life. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Did you see her face? Like, yes. He didn't stop. He didn't like hit her once and then stop. He like kept hitting her. So like that shit came from a dark place deep inside of himself. Like that's a part of his person. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like so no. So um, he, he doesn't. See, but Mike, you're fucking up our point, bro. No, <laughs> no I'm, I'm still gonna like new flame. I'm, I'm, no, st- I'm, I'm still gonna bump. I'm still gonna bump to his music because him as an artist, he made music that speaks to me in a certain way. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like I was, I was talking. It, relates, to, it, it, it ties to to certain memories that I hold very dear to me. Yeah. So I'm going to I I'm going to listen to it. Like, I'm sorry. I was talking to so like I was talking to a friend like a couple days ago, and she made the point of just being like, listen, like. I can know you're a shit person and that's it, but I can separate who you are as a person from who you are as an artist. If I fuck with you Wait, as an artist, that's different than me fucking man with you speak, as a person. Exactly. Man, man speak, because you, exactly. you said something earlier that you wouldn't listen to this, like, person's, like, let's say they you they were a musician, then they committed a crime, you're not going to stop listening to the older stuff. Now that they've committed crimes, are you going to listen to the new stuff? Then now that they've committed crimes, am I going to listen to the new things? Probably not. But what if it's just coming up on the club? <laughs> just coming up on the club. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, not, I'm not choosing to listen to it. It's on. I but you're going to bump to I it? I can't help it. Like I'm probably going to bump to it. So some, I'm sorry. Some, some would say that you could just leave the club if they start playing their music. I'm sorry, not sorry. Have a cigarette break. I don't know. I'm sorry, not sorry. You don't sorry. have to have a cigarette to have I'm, a cigarette break. I'm bumping to it. It's like Tyrell said. Like That's actually a really good point that your friend made. I could fuck with you as an artist, but not as a person. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Well, hundred percent. I can fuck with you. I can fuck with your craft and what you do, like what you put out, like that. And you could appreciate that more than anyone because you are an artist. Like I can fuck. Like, would you still buy an artist's painting if he was a serial killer? But his painting spoke to you. Like you looked at this painting, and to you, it was the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Like, would you only still fuck with it? Only if it's dripping in blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, like you know, you know that it's you know that you would. So like. That's fucked up. Like, I can fuck with you as an artist. It doesn't mean I fuck See, with you as this a person. See, this is one thing. We're I, talking about, I don't understand that we're talking about, like, supporting their career because you're See, you're but, admiring but, their work and, like, purchasing their work. Like, yes, okay, but I understand. This it. is the thing. For example, like, it's, it's still different because, like, let's say I'm a painter and I killed 25,000 people and there's already, like... <laughs> I am exaggerating a number here. Five thousand okay. people. I killed one person okay. on purpose. Okay. Right? Yeah. And you bought my artwork. So Tyrell bought my artwork. And then Kelly buys the artwork from Tyrell because she likes it and it speaks to her. For two million. For two million. Three worth you made three years $2 later that shit worth. I don't $4 make royalties off of that. Five years later that shit worth eight million. I can't wait to give this shit to my children. I'm glad Jay-Z taught you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's different. Like, I don't make royalties off of that. With the music world, you're always constantly making royalties. Yeah, but even if you, re- even if you relate it back to the art, you still have the clout of knowing that you were that artist. How do you think all these Vincent Van Goghs, Leonardo da Vinci, Machiavelli, like, all of them, regardless of where their piece is and who's making the money off of selling them now, they still have all the clout that comes with knowing that the piece came from them originally. But they're going to have that clout no matter who they are. All right, but that still speaks to the artist. Like, if we wanted to, if an artist did something so wrong and we wanted to completely dead them, then we should just destroy all their exactly. pieces Exactly, and work. the fact that you have their artwork could open an opportunity for them to have their future artwork. But and, and for it to all go retro. So, exactly. So, in your, so, to your point, destroy it. May I speak? Because I'm about to throw sauce in your all go be mine fuck. Now, you say you listen to their shit. What if the, they victimized somebody you knew? <laughs> Chris Brown beat your friend. Chris Brown beat me. Oh no, Chris Brown beat you. Protect Kelly at all costs. We already know. We already know the one. The number one rule is protect Kelly at all costs. See, like that. That that affects me directly. So it's really it's harder as a human being for you to relate to something when it's not happening to you, or if or unless it's happened to you. And that's that's why some people are so sensitive about the the topic itself because what happened to, for example, Rihanna has happened to them in the past. So they feel what she felt. Mm-hmm. It makes them it makes it harder for them to listen to the music because it const- it's a constant like it's a trigger, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, some see that as fucked up, but like I see it as I didn't go through it. And that's the definition. That's like, and this will sound like a little strange, but like that's like the exact definition of what it is to be privileged. You haven't had to go through that. So for you, it's not something that you have to think about. So since it doesn't affect you, you can like cope with it differently than other people. Exactly. And that's, and again, we have to remember that just because you have privilege doesn't make you a bad person, doesn't make it like a bad thing. It's just something that you haven't experienced. And so it's like what you do with that privilege that matters. Unfortunately, again, since like none of these artists have affected me in any type of personal way. All right, question, question, question then. Was Kelly Sauce like. But going off of Kelly Sauce, I'm going to. Season it up real quick. Go ahead. Now, throw, throw some oregano. Some now, let me ask this. you something. Then a different case. This person didn't kill. This person didn't rape. This person didn't say anything. But it's, let's say, someone who's not black saying the N-word. 
and it, it affects you. And like, so like, so like, know, so like, if Eminem came out and said the N word in one of his tracks, and then I was just like, oh, what? I don't listen to Eminem anymore because he like uses the N word. I won't listen to that song. Yeah, exactly. That's how I see it. I won't listen. I won't listen to that song specifically. So like, for example, I'll say this: like, I listen to Logic, and Logic is half black, but he looks white. So when he says nigga, like it makes me a bit uncomfortable because I'm just like, eh. it doesn't make me uncomfortable at all. But at the, but that's me personally. It may, it like if I was at one of his concerts, like I'd be like, ah. But at the same time, because like, he looks white, yeah, because he, he looks white, but he is half black. black. And but at the same time, it's just like, at the end of the day, even though that happened, as weird as that, like as weird as it does make me feel at times, I still bump Logic. And like Mike said, I just don't listen to his songs where I know that he's gonna drop that. I'm just like, eh. I could go without that song, but there are other songs out there that he puts out that are fire. Okay, okay. Okay, so for my closing thoughts real quick, I want to bring up a documentary that I watched a couple days ago called Bikram. I don't know if you guys know who Bikram is or what he stood for, B-I-K-R-A-M. I would have spelled that wrong. But Bikram, (laughs) Bikram, Bikram, he, he he was an Indian who cultivated Bikram yoga in... America. Now, what Bikram yoga is, is it's hot yoga. And it's gotten really popular in the past years because he brought that from India here and he started it as as his own as his own thing. Mm-hmm. But even though he isn't the original creator of this, he brought it to America and made it popular. Now, in the documentary, we talk they talk about how he was accused of allegedly raping women and forcing women to do absurd things because he thought that he was he basically saw himself as a god but people still continue to do his form of yoga and that's basically the same thing that you're saying right now about listening to an artist's music even though they you know that they raped someone or they did something to someone now he people continue to do this because bikram yoga has changed their lives in a certain way it's self-healing it does this for them like personally just like you listening to music, maybe this artist's music spoke to you in a certain way that helped you get through something specifically. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And because they did this certain thing, like, and you continue to listen to their music, that makes you a bad person. Like, I don't think that that's, I think that's kind of bullshit. You know, like, I'm not, I don't support you as a person, but I support what you provided to the world, what you put out there as an artist, the same way, like, what he put out there as like a, a yogi, he put out he put out Bikram yoga and made it popular in the United States. Obviously, like I'm not gonna like support the guy. Like I don't support. Had, like if he had like a book signing, you're gonna go get a book sign. No, no, no. no. But I'm going to do. If you, like, I want to do hot yoga because of yeah. what it does for me spiritually and what it does for my body, the way it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. I'm not supporting you. I don't. I don't care about you as a person. May I don't speak? care for you, but I'm going to do Bikram yoga because. It helps me spiritually. May I speak real quick? Go ahead. This is kind of backtracking, but, like, if you know someone did something, but they didn't get legally accused of it, do you still bump with their music? Because Kendrick Lamar in Black of the Berry, um, he has, he, and this, like, this is from a song. The he says, because yeah. gang banging made me kill up blacker than me, hypocrite. Yeah. So, like, any, like, rap song, anything like that, and they're talking about how they killed somebody... Like, you're still going to bump with their music, even though they literally, like, legally didn't get charged with it. 
It's like, so how do you feel about like that it, kind of stuff? It, it's like if you go and get like a Ray Lewis jersey. Like people have said before that like he's he killed, somebody, killed but somebody, but they don't know. But they don't know. Exactly. So then there's no evidence. So like, whatever. It kind of like how I related to like with Michael Jackson. Like he I got guess acquitted. OJ said yeah. Too. Or OJ. Yeah. They I got acquitted of all those charges. So then can yeah. you still support them, knowing that there's still the possibility that something shady happened here? I mean, OJ did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like Michael Jackson. No. Like. I don't fully know, and honestly, I don't know enough about the case to like a hundred percent say with myself that I don't know or, or do know that he didn't do it. The only thing is, I want to say is, I know you made that your closing thoughts, but I think what you brought up with Bikram is a whole different topic because that's like saying like the person who invented rap, are you not gonna rap anymore? That's such a genre. Well, it's 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 very similar because Bikram Yoga can do something for someone that. Like can heal or like can change. Yeah, but there's so many other teachers way. of Bikram. You don't have to. Well, go yes, to his class. but but he is the ultimate like pioneer of Bikram yoga. Yeah, but that's he exactly. brought that. He teaches. He holds classes. Like to teach Bikram yoga, you need to go through him first. But there's already people you need that to have be, been taught that go through. You can go through them. You don't have to go through him. But they went through him first. Yes. Like, it all ties back to him. But, like, okay. This so, you're support, You're still supporting no, him. No, you're not because you're paying the teacher, not directly him. If you go to his class, you're supporting him. I don't know the validity of this, but I'm pretty sure that to have a studio that, like, yes. you teach Brickham Yoga, it okay. has to be okayed by him. Co- correct. But what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. now, there are seven people that he taught that became teachers. Okay. You can get your validity through those teachers. Mm-hmm. Because they're already masters of their own thing. Okay. You don't have to go through him. So that's but the you're same still, thing. But, but you're, but still, but you're, still, you're still supporting him because you're keeping his form of yoga relevant. So he's going to continue to thrive. But that's what I'm saying. Because you're, more okay. people are going to continue okay. to go to him, the yogi, the ultimate yogi of Bikram Yoga, to learn this craft. So you doing this is supporting him indirectly. Now, if this was the same thing with rap, would you stop listening to rap music? No. Some people do, though. But that's that's exactly what I'm saying. It's a genre, though. That's like such a broad thing. I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But it's still so broad. Uh, we're talking no. about regular like, yoga. Yes. He doesn't make money off of the other uh, taking a class in some other studio. But it keeps his art form relevant. May I may I speak? Because we could go back and forth with that like forever. But to go off of like what Louis was saying, like if you've never technically been convicted of like a crime or anything like that but like there's still like the maybe you've been accused of something and like that overall support and i really don't want to debate this at all but like i'm just saying like it still happens in in reality you know like no matter what because it's just like so like for instance like ray lewis is a hall of famer he's been accused of potentially murdering somebody and stuff like that do people still buy his jerseys and like is he still in the hall of fame and all that stuff yes because there wasn't like the evidence and like maybe you didn't get convicted of like the crime you may have committed. But there are other, even if we don't go towards like famous people, there are other people, doctors, lawyers, police officers, so on and so forth, who commit crimes, who then maybe they don't get committed through the justice system, but still get the support of being able to still be in their field. And we still fuck with them anyways, and we still go to their doctors, and if some if an emergency happens, we still go and call 911. So like, in those aspects of it, when you think of it that way, like, how, like, as much as that sucks, like, how are you just going to not, like, go through those different avenues if, if, if it's something that you fuck with? You know what I mean? Like, in health and safety, it's a little bit different because, like, not for anything. Someone breaks in my house, I'm still going to call the cops no matter how many cops, like, have done 
other shit. It's like, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's like, there's aspects of it where you like, you just can't escape it. For me personally, like when it comes to entertainment, there are certain specific types of entertainment that I find inescapable. I feel like, I, like it's to me, it's, it's just it just is what it's it is. Entertainment, it's an art form. Like I, I appreciate the art that you're putting out. Does not mean that I fuck with you as a person. Doesn't yeah. mean that I'm advocating what you're doing. But I enjoy. I love your art. Like what you're putting out into the world is timeless. Like I appreciate that. Yes. Like, but I don't fuck with you as a. I don't. I don't like advocate i'm not advocating what you're doing like for me specifically and this is like like even like to the same point that i made before because again we're talking about people who potentially do bad things you still support them and like stuff like that whatever whatever like personally like i get uncomfortable around like law enforcement and that's just like a personal thing with me but at the same time like if I need 911 services, like I will still obviously pay taxes to keep them employed because I still need their services at certain times. Do they make me uncomfortable? Yes, but like there's still like the need there. You know what I mean? So I can't necessarily, so even though there are some bad apples in the bunch that still do some fuck shit, that doesn't mean that I can't still, that I, like, I don't still support and still, like, use those avenues. But, okay, still, wait, no, 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 yes, no, no, wait. Yes. Wait, wait I'm, yes. no, you see, like, this could have been over, but you're going to pick that up. No, 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 no look, we're look, let, me ask you, let me ask you something. All right, guys, thank you so no, much no, for joining no, us this week no, on May you, I Speak. You, you, so opened, you, opened that, you opened it up. Let you me ask you. you have let me ask you something now. Now, would you still call, quote, unquote, those same officers if you personally knew that the squad car that's going to arrive to your car was four cops and they were all been committed for police brutality against racial things and the guy that broke in is white. You still calling the same police? Well, I mean, that's, that's, con- that's, 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 that's a very... Like, you can't control no. who responds. You can't control... No, but what I'm you saying is like... Let, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying fully... Like, that whole squad that goes to that same precinct is just, like, made up of, of these people. You gotta move then. Yeah. You gotta move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You gotta move. But exactly. So you would move if that's the case. Mm-hmm. You just proved my point. How did I prove your point? Because it's not it's not because like he wouldn't call him, he would just move to call better people. Exactly. Boom. So he's not supporting them by moving. So move on to different music if you can move on to a different house. You get oh, what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're see, done. Like, it's no, done. Listen, it's done. Right. I'm done. I'm cl- <laughs> gate is closed. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys. Throw a lock on it. I'm like on the bars. So, so we've been sitting on we've been sitting on a few episodes, and we will release these episodes as the weeks go by and progress. We will have all 12 episodes out before the year ends. Rest assured, we're coming strong. That sounds problematic. (laughs) Anyway. Rest assured, we're going to release these as soon as we can, but, you know, we're still at, we're at the end of the semester. Things are getting busy. So I want to take this over to Tyrell to talk about these secret episodes. So we still uh, need some people to get up on these episodes because I really think that they'd be um, beneficial. And the funny thing is, is I've had people talk to me about them and wanting to come at, mo- more specifically Mike than anyone else, but <laughs> <laughs> more specifically Mike than anybody else, but... Um, 
But still, if there's a specific topic we've already debated, but you have some very strong opinions and you'd like to come on the episode and argue with any of the founders about their opinions, um, all you need to do is just let us know. We'll record a special episode and then release any type of, you know, different formula for likes, shares, comments, whatever it may be, um, ratings and stuff like that on our social media. And then we'll release that bonus content for you guys. So um, if that's something that you're interested in, again, just hit us up. You already know. Uh, all the social media handles may.i.speak on Instagram and I speak may on Twitter. Yeah, you guys, and remember, season season one is coming to an end, guys. Season two is coming. Only place to go from here is up. We're going to continue growing, and thank you guys for all the support. It's thanks to you guys that we can keep doing this on a weekly basis. And my favorite quote by the great P.T. Barnum, as I say this every week, The noblest of art is that of making others happy, and we do this to make you happy. Maybe you needed to hear this. Maybe this got you a little heated. If it did, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, guys, and thank you, Louis, for being our special guest this week. No problem, bro. I got you. Just the process, you know what I'm saying? All day. Ben Simmons hit a three, baby. Wait, are you checking scores during the podcast? (laughs) Bro, I got to keep up with the Sixers. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you for episode 12 when we release it. Whoop, whoop.